0: Hey, hey, welcome back to Chew the Bible, it's your good friend A.A. Ron. We are in Jeremiah chapter 24. This is one of the shortest chapters you've read so far. It's only 10 verses. It's 3.02 in the afternoon on this lovely, lovely, lovely... Actually, I don't know how lovely it is outside. It is August 5th, 2022. It's funny, I have a little note here. What does my little note say for today on my calendar? August 5th. Where did it go? Friday, here it goes. Yeah. Here we go. It says meet Yeti in Utah if we're single because she lives out in California and I live here in Kansas City and so like Moab, Utah is like the halfway point so but I would probably go out there before she would uh, come here I need to um, yeah take care of some financial stuff first but I'm seriously thinking about going on a road trip before the summer is over. And yeah, I wouldn't mind actually going out to see my friend Yeti. I have this and going to see my one friend, uh, Helen. They both live on the west coast. Yeti is closer to like Sacramento area area, I believe. Like a suburb, like a country, rural area of Sacramento. And I forgot where Helen lives. She lives, I forgot, somewhere on the West Coast. She's originally from like Seattle area, but I think she lives somewhere in Oregon, which is funny because that's where Yeti is visiting right now. Anyway, I have this friend. I'm not going to say her actual government name, but I call her Yeti. I met both her and Helen on this app called Live Me, like, like years ago, like, at least, I want to say, three years ago, maybe, and we've just been, like, long-distance friends for a long time. Um, Yeti's very young. Yeti's, like, only 21. Is she 22 yet? I believe she's 21, super young. Uh, but anyway, I kind of like younger women because sometimes because like they actually will listen to you. I don't know, I feel like they feel like you have a value that you can add to them. <laughs> like old, wow, there's a lot of things that they don't know. And older women, they think they know everything. <laughs> I don't know, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this. I don't know, yeah, in my experiences with older women, I've been, you know, treat you like you're a young boy, a kid or something. Even though I'm attracted to older women too, it's weird. We'll figure this one out. So there you go. Your boy might be going on a road trip to go see his friend Yeti. the good and the bad figs. Here we go. Jeremiah 24. After King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon had deported Jeconiah, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, the officials of Judah and the craftsmen and metalsmiths from Jerusalem, and have brought them to Babylon, the Lord showed me two baskets of figs placed in front of the temple of the Lord. One basket contained very good figs, like early figs, but the other basket contained very bad figs, so bad that they were inedible. The Lord said to me, what do you see, Jeremiah? I said, figs. The good figs are very good, but the bad figs are extremely bad. So bad they are inedible. The word of the Lord came to me. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, like these good figs. So I regard as good the exiles from Judah I sent away from this place to the land of the Chaldeans. I will keep my eyes on them for their good and will return them to this land. I will build them up and not demolish them. I will plant them and not uproot them. I will give them a heart to know me that I am the Lord. They will be my people. I will I will be their God because they will return to me with all their heart. But as for the bad figs, so bad they're inedible. This is what the Lord says. This is the way I will. I don't even want to read this. It sounds bad. So this is going to be really bad. In this way, I will deal with this is what the Lord says. In this way, I will deal with King Zedekiah of Jerusalem. And I will deal with King Zedekiah of Judah, his officials and the remnant of Jerusalem, those remaining in this land or living in the land of Egypt. I will make them an object of horror and a disaster To all the kingdoms of the earth an example for disgrace, scorn, ridicule, and cursing. Wherever I have banished them, I will send the sword, famine, and plague against them until they have perished from the land I I gave to them and their ancestors. The sword, famine, and plague. Hmm. Sad, sad, sad. All right, so let's read really these. Tony Evans notes says the two basket of figs couldn't have deferred from one another more. There were ripe, edible figs and rotten, disgusting ones. They represented those who had gone into captivity and those who stayed in Judah or fled to Egypt. Y'all yeah, remember there were some that remember God told them like, hey, if y'all go ahead and allow yourselves to be captured, like don't worry, you'll be good, you'll be saved. And then the other ones that if the ones that will stay behind they're yeah, you don't want to stay behind because bad stuff is going to happen. Go back and read the previous chapters of Jeremiah. He talks about this. Anyway, one might think. One might think the exiles were the bad figs and the latter were the good figs, but not so. The exiles who went to Babylon actually were sent away by the Lord. They went with his promise of restoration once their hearts had turned fully back to him. Mm. King Zedekiah, Judah's final king and those with him were the bad figs. They continued to disobey God and would experience his curse. Jeremiah warned Zedekiah to surrender to Nebuchadnezzar, but he wouldn't listen. He also advised those who rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar not to flee to Egypt, but they rejected his counsel. Therefore, God condemned them to be an object of scorn. Those who are determined to act like rotten fruit can't complain when they're treated like rotten fruit. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace. Lord, I know there's been times where I've acted like rotten fruit and deserve punishment to be treated like rotten fruit. Lord, I pray for your grace your mercy. Lord, help me to continue to walk down your straight and narrow path, to be a light everywhere I go. Sustain me, Lord, during this time of singleness where my sex drive is like in an all-time high. I just pray, Lord, for all those as well that are single and it's the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Lord. It's a time where a lot of folks just want to mingle and hook up and do things that they know they shouldn't be doing. I just pray, God, for just your conviction to overcome them and that they would see that there's a better way, that they don't have to give in to those temptations, Lord. And uh, yeah, God, I just thank you for all that you've done. I that you continue to do. Help us to be, yeah, we pray, it's only by the grace of Jesus Christ dying on the cross that we can be considered like the figs, Lord, the good figs and not the bad figs. And when you see us, you see your son Jesus, all of our sins are separated as far as the east is from the west. Help us to not, help us to live in light of that, but not live uh, and take advantage of that, that grace that's on us. We thank you. We thank you for all that you've done. Yeah, once again, all that you're doing. In Jesus' mighty precious name, I pray. Amen. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will Not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts, we believe we are now in right standing with God. And with our mouths, we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner.